I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. Hello, Julia. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> that was Good. perfect. Well, <laughs> thanks to everyone for joining us. Um, this is an introduction to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. So, Theo, you came up with the idea of Apologies Accepted. How did you come up with that idea? Just a flash of genius. It was <laughs> completely inspired by uh, running up the stairs, and I was texting you, and I'm always thinking of like stupid random things like, oh, would a podcast Uh about X, Y, or Z be interesting? Or what if I wrote a book about blah, 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 right? Um, And so it was just one of those moments happening while I was texting you. And then we often send each other like weird, completely abstract Mm one-offs, like, let's run Mm -hmm. away to Brazil and become dancers, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, uh, hey, let's start a podcast about apologies. And you were like, great, (laughs) let's do that. And then I thought about it within maybe five seconds, and it was kind of like, uh-huh. well, I mean, I like podcasting, and why not give it a try? It's something I've been thinking about. So who better Compelling. to try it with than my best friend? <laughs> so that's the birth of Apologies Accepted, and uh, we've now done several uh, episodes that are going to be going live very soon. So um, we're just about ready to get started. I think one of the things that we want to talk about in this first episode is uh, to make sure that we say that apologies are different everywhere. Apologies are different culturally. And what we talk about uh, pertains only to apologies in the United States. But we would love to hear about apologies in other countries. So if you have information about apologies in other countries or live in another country and would like to talk about your apology experience with us, contact us at theo at apologiesaccepted.net. Exactly. Apologies are different all around the world. Um, Half of my family is British, and the words I'm sorry are used as conversational filler. The people Mm. just walk into a room and say, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. It's just, it's everybody is sorry. And the weird thing for me is it seems like the people who are apologizing actually haven't done anything i'm the person that's bumped into them and in a grocery store and they'll say oh pardon and i'm always like you're okay (laughs) but really what's expected is that i'm then going to say oh no 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 it's all my fault but i'm not going to say it's all my fault right right okay so that's good so we've got that um statement that's disclaimer (laughs) out of the way um And we also want to mention that that we are coming to this topic from a comedic angle with genuine curiosity. And uh, this podcast is an opportunity for us to consider the nature of the modern apology and how we experience apologies today. So um, with that said, I think we could go into the history of apologies now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with apologies, there is quite a quite a number of different historical context for the word apology. 
but in our modern sense of the word as as a way of saying i'm sorry uh apology comes to us from the word apology which comes from a greek apo which stands for word for away from or off and logia or logos from speech right so hmm. an apology was a, an apologetic maneuver uh, and what do I mean when I say that? Not sure. Um, <laughs> because it gets, a, I don't want to say it gets a little murky, but I, I don't want to yeah. overthink this. It gets a little murky. So basically okay. apologies um, started as a form of legal defense. It was a written statement that justified one's position. And eventually that crept into Christianity. Um and I'm going to tread softly here because I don't know quite a lot about church history, but I have certainly mm-hmm. heard of apologia, apologies, mm-hmm. just raised Roman Catholic, and so you're guilty for everything and you are constantly sorry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the this idea of apology within the church, um, apologies were written defenses of one's belief in Christianity and in the Christian church. So the earliest apologists were defending Christianity. Um, And so it held on Mm. to this legal sense for a good couple of uh, thousand years, at least 1500. And it started to change slowly in England. Um, And our first use of the word apology appears in a letter written by Cardinal Thomas Wolseley in 1526, where he says, here is an apology made for the defense of the French king. Um, Then a few years after that, in 1533, we have a um, a written apology of Sir Thomas More Knight. And this is Thomas More regretting, not regretting his actions. Sorry about that. Um, he was justifying himself and defending himself against accusations. So apology still had this sense of defense and legality around it, and also a sprinkling of Christianity. And so, not to take us totally off the track, yeah, go but you mentioned Thomas More and um, uh, I forget Woolsey. Did you read Wolf Hall? I did. Yes, it was wonderful, isn't it? It was That's great. such a good book. I recommend that book and also the other one and the third one. <laughs> so I tried to read the third one and uh, I got about I halfway through it and then I just was like, I'm going to read the last page. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. It, the oh, first two were amazing. The third one, I amazing. think I just, I, I think it was, there's just been a lot going on in 2020. And so. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't really focus, but yeah, we recommend those books to everyone. So, okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay, great. And so then we have My Friend Shakespeare, and Apology appears in 1593 in the play Richard III, wherein, um, oh God, I have the line and I forget who said it, uh, where the line reads, my Lord, there's, th- my Lord, there needs no such apology. Um, my Lord, I do need to apologize. All right. <laughs> We don't apologize on this show. I guess this not. is about apologies. I have notes. <laughs> it's like, wah. Um, so the thing that I tripped over in my researching of history of apology was there's not really a lot of 
documented evidence for the use of the word apology and the evolution of apology. I was hoping to find this treasure trove of really cool facts, and there just weren't. There was a lot of what is an apology, what's a good apology, how does apologies function, how, why, mm-hmm. when should you apologize? There's a, there's a lot of like instructional stuff out there, but there's not a lot of like, here's here's how um, here's how you have the word, right? Yeah. So, having said that, I think we could safely say that the history of apology, and I apologize for this, is terribly uninteresting to <laughs> Google. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's the, that's interesting that that's the case. I, you, I would have expected that there would be more um, behind it, but maybe we just haven't looked in the right place. I don't know. Um, probably you're probably right. So, so um, these days, anyway, um, the need for an apology assumes that you've hurt someone in some way and you have a relationship with them that you wish to continue. So, if you've accidentally offended someone, you could just say fuck it and walk away. But if you want to apologize, normally that means you want to repair the harm was done, the harm that was done, or somebody's forcing you to apologize like your boss. So what do you need to do to repair that harm? Well, we have some ways not to do it. Can you think of any ways not I, to do it? I, I'm hanging my head in shame. Yeah, I'm a living example <laughs> of the ways in which not to apologize for stuff. Yeah. Well, one example is saying, I'm sorry if I hurt you, which is not taking responsibility for what you did. And uh, Harry Shearer called it an if apology. And Bill Clinton, who is a terrible apologizer, once said, if my remarks left anyone with the impression that I was disrespectful to either Governor Cuomo or Italian Americans, then I deeply regret it. And that's not an actual apology because Bill is not admitting that there was anything to apologize for. He said, if I did something, then I regret it. Right. It's totally the sorry, but. Sorry, but I'm not. Exactly. That's another one. I'm sorry, but because excuses are coming. Like, I'm sorry, but you made me do it. I'm sorry, but I had a bad day. I'm sorry, I did this, but you did that. And that's not acknowledging the harm that was done to the relationship or to the other person. So that's another bad apology. Um, Another bad apology is I'm sorry, you feel bad, which is addressing the that the person feels bad. And of course, it's for no reason, not because of anything I did. You know, I'm sorry you feel bad for whatever reason. Um, I'm sorry that this happened is also bad. It's like whoever did it must be a real asshole. It sure wasn't me. <laughs> I'm sorry it happened. Sorry this happened. I was um, just standing here when it yeah. <laughs> came sorry from me. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, all right, is also obviously another bad apology. Um, and I was only whatever is more excuses coming down the road. Um, you shouldn't have been hurt because I was just trying to help, for example. Uh, you know I'm sorry. Avoids the real apology. And no, I don't know you're sorry. You have to say it. And everyone's favorite mistakes were made. Which oh, I, I love remember, that one. <laughs> I remember from Reagan and Iran-Contra, but apparently that was not even close to the first time that phrase has been used. Um, it obviously avoids responsibility and implies that what happened was just a mistake and everyone makes mistakes. So, yeah. Um, on July 24th, 1991, the New York Times reported Australian Foreign Minister Gareth Evans had offered the Prime Minister of Malaysia what might best be described as a non-apology apology for what the Malaysian government regarded as an insulting portrayal of Malaysia in an Australian television series, Embassy. Speaking to journalists, Evans said he, quote, wanted to acknowledge fault where such acknowledgement is appropriate. 
So that's pretty much your non-apology there. Um, those are all ways not to apologize. I recommend you don't do any of those. If you have done them, you might want to go back and try your apology again. (laughs) (laughs) So it probably wasn't accepted. Um, An iffy type of apology I put in sort of a middle category is if you say, I regret that, anything. So because it's kind of more saying, I feel bad, so let's not make me feel bad. You know, it turns the attention on you and how you feel. Um, So that's kind of not a great way to apologize, but it, could be done, I think. If you're a talented apologizer, you could probably get away with it. Um, how about good apologies? I know you have some stuff on good apologies. Good apologies are so easily identifiable. Um, and so to your point about bad apologies, we all know when an apology is good. And good apologies have have some things in common, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, within this, let's look at Harriet Lerner, who wrote, Why Won't You Apologize? She's also, <laughs> isn't that great? <laughs> A whole book called Why Won't You Apologize in uh, 2017. And she's, um, she's known for having written The Dance of Anger, which was I was going to say I was just going to say that I read that book early on in my therapy career and it was helpful. Huge at the time, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And that was one of those early uh, self help books that sort of came out. I didn't look up uh, when it was published, but late seventies, early eighties, um, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was just there was an explosion of the dance of anger, the drama of the gifted mm-hmm. child. Um, mm-hmm. adult child of alcoholics or whatever the book mm-hmm. was. Um, and so I'm going to say, uh, trust Dr. Harriet Lerner, PhD. And oh, yeah. she raised three points that I thought were uh, particularly noteworthy. So a good apology, a true apology, initially, or uh, point one, is a gift to the self. Um, We grow each time we apologize. Apologizing enhances our self-respect. When we hurt somebody's feelings, we feel shitty. And then Mm -hmm. when we go and sincerely apologize, we've, we've given ourselves an opportunity to not only repair a relationship with somebody, but, and maybe I was going to say more importantly, um, more importantly, it gives us a chance to also fix that relationship with ourself, right? Uh, I failed myself because I was not the good, great person that I think I am, right? So now I am going to express regret. Um, and I totally see, I would I would have thought, oh, gift to the self, that seems so, I don't know, so smarmy, so <laughs> self-serving, kind of the... <laughs> Not the purpose of an apology, right? Because right, right, it's not about you. Yeah, right? it's about the person. Who, it's about the receiver, to use a word, yeah. right? Uh, but I'll tell you what. So rather, rather than dive into the conversation, I'll get through these three points, and then we can dive into the conversation. Um, two more points. So the first one, gift to the self, which sounded a little goofy to me when I first heard it, but then after I thought about it, it makes sense. Uh, The second point is a true apology, a good apology, validates the reality of the receiver. It goes beyond acknowledging that somebody was hurt, 
it also says you are perceiving reality correctly because mm. I am stepping into your world and saying, yes, you are right in what you were thinking, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then the third point is it validates a relationship. The relationship is more important than my ego or the ego of the person who was apologizing. Um, Dr. Lerner has nine points on uh, a true apology. And her first one is uh, complete agreement with you. It doesn't include the word but. Um, mm. It keeps the focus on the guilty party's actions. I hate to use the word right. guilt, but okay. Um, and let's see. It doesn't overdo. So it stays focused mm -hmm. on the feelings of the hurt party and not on the person making the apology. So, you you know, you're keeping the focus on the person who was harmed. Um, a true apology doesn't get caught up in who's to blame or who started it. Um, it's backed by corrective action. Mm -hmm. It also comes with a promise to avoid repetition in the future. Mm -hmm. It doesn't serve to silence a, another person or end a conversation. Um, yep. Let's see. A true apology should not be offered to make you feel better if it risks hurting the other person further. So that felt a little unclear to me. Basically, what she's saying here is if somebody said, I don't ever want to hear from you, mm -hmm. you are not allowed to call them and apologize. I see. Right. Yeah. They've established yeah. a barrier. You have to respect it. So you've got to find another way to deal with your feelings right, rather than exactly. trying to go through that person. Right. Um, right. Their feelings count more. And then um, let's see. Apologies. Don't ask any work of the receiver. You're not even seeking forgiveness, which I actually really like uh, that concept. Yeah. And so it yeah. kind of like game rule right to uh, this point because this gets into what I think of as the meat of the matter, which is, okay, we know what makes a good apology. We know what makes a bad apology. What's the function of an apology? So apologizing is difficult um, because you make yourself vulnerable and you admit that you were wrong about something, which I think uh, Harriet Lerner doesn't quite get, at least in from, from what you said. I mean, she seems to say that, you know, apology is a function of, of um, admitting that you're wrong about something and trying to fix it. But I think that the hard part for most people is admitting that they're wrong. Um, and then not only that, but that you care about the, your relationship with someone. I think she does uh, address that. Um, but those things are all very difficult to do. And, and apologizing properly or apologizing well is difficult because it's complicated. And making a sincere and effective apology takes a lot of steps. You can't actually just do a couple of things, say, I'm sorry, and go on. Um, in the past, I probably apologized ineffectively, thinking that just sincerity would be enough. But in the research that I've done here and in thinking about apologies, uh, I realized that I've left out a lot of steps that would be important to me if I were being apologized to. So I think the first and possibly most important um, is to be honest and sincere. And if you can't do that, don't bother apologizing. I think the apology has to be honestly offered or the receiver will will sense it and reject the apology. Um, 
The second thing, which is probably equally important, is to acknowledge responsibility for what you did, considering the other person's perspective, not your perspective. Um, and don't try to explain it away, because that will sound like an excuse. Like if you say, I'm sorry I was rude to you, I had a bad day at work, that sounds like you're sort of not really apologizing because you had a bad day at work, so it was okay that I was rude to you. But no, um, just acknowledge that you were rude and, and that that was your responsibility. If the offense was public, this one's interesting because we deal with a lot of public offenses, you should apologize directly to the person that you hurt, not just the public in general. So uh, Bill needs to apologize to Monica, which he has not done. And never will. And probably never will. So, um, yeah, we have an episode about that apology, which we'll get into. Uh, address the negative impact your actions may have had. Like, uh, for example, I'm sorry I took the car without asking. I know this may cause you to question your trust in me, and I know it made you late to your meeting. You must have been angry and worried, and it was wrong for me to do that. Holy so moly. You took the car without right. permission, <laughs> and you're late for a meeting, and all I'm getting is an apology? <laughs> well, I didn't wreck the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an apology. That is not okay. No. Do, do you think, well, okay, so then you need to say explicitly that you regret what you did and why. I'm sorry that I did that. I value our good relationship, and I don't want to do anything to jeopardize it. And then you have to tell them what you're going to do to fix it. For example, did you discriminate against someone in your coffee shop? Besides apologizing to that person, if you can, and to anyone who knows about the event, you need to tell the staff that that kind of behavior is not tolerated, and then you need to take sensitivity training. If you have a problem that you don't know how to fix, you need to ask the person that you need to apologize to what you can do to fix it. So in the car instance, I would say, I'm sorry, what can I do to fix this? And I would say the ice would begin to melt, right? Because, right. Uh, yeah. And the last important point is to listen to what the person you're apologizing to has to say. Um, Harriet Lerner, who Theo just mentioned, wrote in the Psychotherapy Networker, that, quote, no apology will have meaning if we haven't listened carefully to the hurt party's anger and pain. More than anything, the hurt party needs to know that we really get it, that our empathy and remorse are genuine, that their feelings make sense, that we will carry some of the pain we've caused, and that we will do our best to make sure there's no repeat performance. So in general, and you're going to laugh at this, a good apology can be described by a simple formula <laughs> based on one by Leanne Davey, who is a, quote, teamwork doctor. And the formula is T equals VA which is trust equals vulnerability times accountability. That means trust in the relationship and trust in the person who apologizes equals that person's vulnerability and accountability in apologizing. So T equals VA. When either vulnerability or accountability is zero, trust goes to zero. So you need to be both vulnerable and accountable in apologizing. You also have to accept that it might take them a while to forgive you or they might not like you at all anymore, but you can and should ask what you can do to make things better. And a really important thing to note is some things just can't be apologized away or be forgiven. I Anything with a formula, I am forced to believe. <laughs> so I totally believe that. And I am so impressed by the fact that there is a formula for apologies because that rings true to me, right? I love this idea that vulnerability plus, what was the A word? Accountability. Accountability, yes. I have a hard time with that word. Because mm -hmm. um, <laughs> both of those things are true. They feel true. They resonate with me. 
right? Uh, I am no expert in human psychology. I am no expert in apologies, right? But for sure, I know a good one when I hear one. Right. And a lot of people feel the same way. And one of the things that makes an apology more likely to be accepted is that the more factors that we listed under good apologies are present in an apology, the more likely that apology is to be accepted. There is a study called An Exploration of the Structure of Effective Apologies by a dude named Roy Lewicki, who said that opponents, opponents, apologies with more components were more likely to be forgiven than those with fewer components, and certain were deemed more important than others. For example, taking responsibility was a, a very important component. Um, and interestingly, apologies for competence-based trust violations, like somebody making a mistake on his taxes, were more likely to be accepted than apologies following integrity-based violations, like someone cheating on his taxes. So if you make an integrity-based violation and then try to apologize for it, chances are pretty good that you're not going to get forgiven. And a lot of that gets to intent, right? And yes. so, yes. Uh, and and I think that also plays into whether or not one accepts an apology. If the intention is to give offense, then I mean, yeah, why would you accept that apology? Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, well, what what would you do if you got a bad apology? Like, what if I said your mother sucks eggs, and then I <laughs> laughed and walked away? <laughs> <laughs> And then I came back later and said, oh, dude, I'm sorry I said that. I would, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish somebody would come up and say that to me. That <laughs> I would just be like, what does that even mean? But all right. Um, <laughs> let's see. I was born in the 40s. That's, that's Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like my apology was in good faith? I would accept that apology because the insult was so fucking creative. <laughs> like, well, then I had a bad example. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, yes, I would, but I probably would ask a bit more. Like, um, were you having a bad day? Did right. something happen at breakfast time? What is this about eggs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you might want to tell them that the apology was incomplete or you felt it was insincere and tell them again, you know, it really hurt me when I, you said my mother sucked eggs. <laughs> 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 and then give them the opportunity to apologize again in a reasonable amount of time. So then I'd come back later and I'd say, dude, I'm really sorry. You know, it, it was I was under a lot of stress. That's no excuse. But um, I wasn't thinking straight, and I'm sorry I said that. I, it was really um, terrible of me to say. I really don't believe that, and and your friendship is so important to me that uh, I want to make sure that I don't do anything to harm it. So what can I do to make this better? You could get my mother a dozen eggs. <laughs> <laughs> a better example than your mother sucking eggs comes from Medium.com and is an employee who doesn't finish their work by the deadline and apologizes. So you could say to them, thank you for apologizing. Do you think if a new deadline were made today at six o'clock, you'd be able to get the work done? So, or if someone hurt you, you can say to them, thank you for offering your apology. I'd really like to forgive this, but right now I can't. What you did was very hurtful to me and it will take some time to heal. And yeah, I mean, that. I think everybody's had that friend who's hurt their feelings and Hint. Oh yeah. Hint. What? Hint. No. What did I do? 
<laughs> That's the whole reason I came up with the show idea was so that I could let you know so you tell me I how, how hurt I am oh, no. by what you've done. Well, it's um, taken 10 weeks to get here. Uh-huh. 10 episodes. I'm shy. I'm shy about my feelings. Yeah, that's true. Um, that I completely side-railed the... Because uh, what you said spurred something in my brain, and now it's just... It's gone. Um, I was saying... I was giving a, a, an example of thank you for offering your apology. I can't forgive you right now. It was very hurtful to me, and it'll take some time to heal. And then you thought about yes, something. Yes, and then I was... Uh, and then I thought about... All of those friendship fights that everybody's yeah. had throughout their lives, yeah. right? Where yeah. where it does take you a moment to kind of yep. regroup. And you know that you're going to eventually accept that person's apology, right? Right. But you need to feel your feelings or, yes. or whatever. Exactly. Right? If you're not ready to accept someone's apology, no matter how sincere it is, you don't have to. And if it's a bad apology, you don't have to accept it. If they keep doing the same shit over and over and keep apologizing for it, you do not have to accept their apology. Um, if you're just done, you don't have to accept their apology. Or if they did something that caused you trauma, you certainly do not have to accept their apology. No. And I mean, again, no psychologist, but I would say that yeah. like accepting somebody's apology does not equal healing. Right. Yes, uh, exactly. Who care? No one's ever died because their apology wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. That I know of. That I know of, too. Right. So, okay. Scientific right. fact there. <laughs> now, Ted Yoho certainly didn't die after he called Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez a fucking bitch. Um, he later offered an apology for the abrupt manner he used in a verbal confrontation with her, but he denied using, quote, offensive name-calling words. Um, she rejected his remarks, saying that he hadn't mentioned her name in the apology or specified what he was apologizing for. She said, Republican response to calling a colleague disgusting and a fucking bitch with I cannot apologize for my passion and blaming others, she wrote. I will not teach my nieces and young people watching that this is an apology and what they should learn to accept. Yoho is refusing responsibility. So she refused his apology. And rightfully and survived, so, unfortunately. Uh, because I think yeah. she did a good a good analysis of his apology, which is a non-apology. It's a, I'm sorry that you were hurt, right? Um, exactly. And I know this will get me reelected in my district. Uh, I wonder if he was. Oh, I have no... I don't know. I wonder... Too bad there's no way we could ever find that out. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, is we don't really care if he got elected yeah, right. or not, right? No. Yeah. He probably did. Um, probably. So that's that's the, the stuff I have about apologies. I think um, it gives us a good basis for continuing to analyze the apologies of the famous, the infamous, and friends of yours. Yes. <laughs> and listeners that decide to write in and share their shame. Um, yes. Or somebody exactly. else's shame, too. We'll take any apology story you've got as long as it's um, real. And Yeah, please send us your apologies or the apologies that you want. Um, at Theo at ApologiesAccepted.net. That's T-H-E-O at ApologiesAccepted.net. And we may read them on the air. We may contact that person and hound them to apologize to you. Just kidding. So totally, we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to send every email we get straight to your mother. We'll find out who you are, <laughs> and then we're going to forward it. It's, see what your child has done. Yes, exactly. I would say it's time for our Who's Sorry Now segment, where we look at... Yay! Who owns us apologies or to whom do you owe an apology? 
So, Juliet, who's sorry now? Oh, the tile company, Florida Tile, is sorry. (laughs) Although they haven't told me that yet because um, I am getting my bathroom sort of semi-renovated and I selected some nice tile and ordered three boxes of it. And when the boxes arrived, about 60% of the tiles were broken. So I called, uh, I ordered them from Home Depot, um, but they were shipped from Florida Tile. It's very complicated. Um, I ordered them from Home Depot and got a refund for the broken ones and got new ones shipped. And when I received those, 60% of those were broken. So I only have about enough tiles for half of the work, which is going to start tomorrow. And I sent a tweet, of course, and an email to Florida Tile, letting them know that they might want to fix their packaging because all my tiles are getting broken. Um, I think they should apologize to me, even though I did get a refund from Home Depot. A refund is not an apology. A refund is not an apology. And also, if you're shipping tile, you probably know that they're going to break unless they're packaged a certain way. That's right. That's your business, shipping tile. You're a tile company. You should know what to do. And I now have four boxes of broken tile that I'm going to have to get rid of somehow. So I need an apology. You totally need an apology. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm glad I'm not Florida Tile. And I know you're going to hear from them. They're probably just a little overwhelmed because they're next to Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> and the porno totally. shop. And the crematorium. Yeah. And there's been a lot going on there's been in the a lot going lately. on. They're, they're really overwhelmed. But I know I'm <laughs> sure they're going to be apologizing to you. I'm sure they'll get right back to me. So what about you? Do you owe anyone an apology? I or do. Does owe you an apology? I do. I always Tell like us. to try and keep my apologies sort of like on theme of the show or whatever. And this is a desperate yes, grab because it's like, <laughs> huh, what apology have I ever made that's about apologizing? So yes, um, given that the word apology plays such an important role within the Catholic Church, I mm-hmm. would like to apologize to St. Bruno's Elementary School. When I was in the <laughs> first grade, I stole a pamphlet from the church. It was like, I don't know, a little colorful one. They handed them out to the kids. And it used to be that when they handed them out, you got to keep your pamphlet, right? Yeah. But they changed yeah. that rule when I got into the oh. first grade. And so... I figured, well, it was the rule last year. I'll just keep it because I want it. And yeah. Yeah. And I didn't tell anybody that I kept it. Um, and I walked out of the church with it. And so I was. I six can't believe years that old. after everything the Catholic Church has done, that you're apologizing to them. It's not a sincere apology. <laughs> it's just for the show no i i mean i i guess i don't really care about apologizing to the catholic church as much as i care about apologizing to god i suppose i don't believe in so even then it's kind of you're just covering your bases yeah i guess that's it um all right so there we go i am apologizing to the catholic church but only because I am such an ego hog, I need to have <laughs> something attached to the theme of the show. <laughs> 
Awesome. So um, what are we going to talk about next week? Well, we don't know because we haven't decided on the um, series of episodes yet, how that's going to run. Um, so we'll have to, it'll have to be a surprise to everybody, but pretty soon we're going to be releasing additional episodes and thank you everyone for listening to this episode and we hope you'll join us for more. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye. listening to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at ApologiesAccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted. And on Instagram at Apologies.Accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted. And fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>